she was like I'm not leaving him until he get until he wakes up otherwise I'm taking him to the hospital right she like got him a blanket and got herself a blanket and sat on the couch with him I was like you go grandma you say yeah hello hello people <laughs> I sound like Mrs. Doubtfire I like it uh, um this is whole snacks yes that is who we are and i'm shay and i am elena and we're back for another week of television shows yes suspense and craziness i, I look weird you look normal what are you doing that week? <laughs> um well do you have any oh wait first of all what are you drinking i'm drinking um what is the exact name of this motherfucker <laughs> it's the um down home punch jack daniels uh cocktail that i mentioned before oh um well i have water a big old jug of water oh big and also some ginger wine ginger wine mm-hmm. is it delicious yes it's amazing Ooh. yeah i brought it um on my trip um but then I didn't even open it, so I opened it for this, especially for you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> um. Oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't mean to go that far back. Get it together. Um. Well, do you have any personal stories for this week? Personal stories. Let me see what has happened with my life. Um, nothing. Nothing has happened. <laughs> nothing exciting at all? Um, no. I mean, I went to the fair. That was kind of fun. I had a big-ass turkey yeah. leg. That was great. That sounds yummy. Yeah. And funnel cake. Oh, yeah. I had a brain fart. I was like, what is that? <laughs> What's funnel cake? What's funnel cake? <laughs> topped with powdered sugar and cinnamon apples oh you did not have a classic funnel cake you had a fancy funnel cake yeah they had toppings you could have gotten like a strawberry shortcake they had other stuff and then they had apple filling and I was like mmm apples <laughs> I mean that sounds good yeah Um, if you're not going to have the classic exactly they got options. You got to get options. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the requirement. Well, anything else or just the fun, fun fair with the fun, fun funnel cake? <laughs> um, <laughs> just the fun, fun fair. <laughs> um. Well, I almost died Friday. Um. Why were you dying? So. Um, I just got back from my family reunion on my mom's side 
and they picked up in the mountains again. <laughs> they always love to be up in the mountains. I don't know why. I discovered after this weekend that I'm a city girl. <laughs> not a mountain girl. Not at all. The mountains are fun for like a vacation. Not this one. Did you almost fall not- off? So I um rode with my sister and my niece and my nephew and um like my sister worked a half day and then she came to my house and we rode together um and so we got there at like six and we made pretty good time and we we because it was only like three and a half hours from my house it wasn't very far drive and we start going up the mountain like the regular road and that's fine like that's not an issue but then we get into like the neighborhood part of where the cabin was and it was like like not touristy mountain it was like mountain mountain like people (laughs) live up there for real mountain and we were going like around this curve like the roads were so steep like I am not over exaggerating like I'm getting like anxious just thinking about it now the roads are so steep and so windy so I drove there my sister drove back today um so we split it up that way since the trip was so short and we're going around this curve and another car is like coming down the road and it doesn't really fit to cars, but you're going up the mountain and there's no guardrail. There's no shoulder. Like it's just this teeny tiny road. So there's nowhere to get over. So I just like stopped and let the truck just go past us. And when I tried to go, my car like stalled and was like revving up so because it was like trying so hard to go but it wouldn't go and then all of a sudden like the I think the anti-lock braking system light like came on Mm. like it was skidding and the car was like not going anywhere and I I had a full-blown panic attack and was like freaking out because my car wouldn't go and since the road was so like curved I couldn't just go backwards like I couldn't just let the car roll backwards because we would have fallen off the side of the fucking mountain yeah it was terrifying and I had my niece and nephew in the back seat like little kids (laughs) and I'm sitting there freaking out I mean obviously I'm not ready to die but I really was like I can't kill my niece and nephew, <laughs> my like my little babies. So I can do that. And I'm like freaking out. My hands are like shaking. I'm trying really hard not to like cry because I don't want to freak the babies out too, too much. Yeah. But they can tell something's wrong because the car is like stalled and revving and not going and kind of was like starting to go backwards. It, it was probably the most terrifying moment of my life (laughs) and I finally get the car to like kind of go up the hill but it sounds like it's about to just like die and um at that point once I got it up the hill to where it was kind of like flat 
like flatter the panic attack just like came at me so I'm like breathing really heavily and like trying to calm myself down and Chelsea's like my sister she's like it's okay it's okay and then Chel or not Chelsea um my niece and nephew in the back were like Shay Shay it's okay it's okay and I was like oh my gosh no now everyone is freaking out and we finally get up the mountain but cannot find the house anywhere because now it's like pitch black and there's no lights there's no street lights on the mountain and we can't find the house and we keep trying to call my mom and she's not answering because her phone doesn't have any service so it's like not going through so we had to call our mom's husband to like hopefully his phone's working and it's working and he's like standing outside but He's like, oh, you have to go past it. And we're like, well, we don't know which way to go past it. So we like turned around like probably five times <laughs> before I think finally, because the anxiety was up so high, my sister finally was able to like, like use her brain. And I never use my brain the whole time because I'm still like trying to come down from my panic attack. And she was like, oh, send me your location. And yeah. so, because they have iPhones and then she was able to put it in like from that way because the address they gave us was not sending us to the right place and so it was like another probably six or seven minutes of driving before we got there so the first time when we were coming up the road after we had the whole scary experience there's like two baby cubs like bears trying to get into the trash can of this other like cabin that was on the road Mm -hmm. and I was like Chelsea there's two cubs and I was like that means the mom is like very close and I look a little bit further and the mom is like this on the in the middle of the road (laughs) and I was like oh my gosh well then I guess the bears saw the headlights so they started like running and once the cubs started running then the mom just ran off with them yeah well then we get to the house and I get the car parked and as the driveway is like super steep but it's like going down steep and my car was like the engine was revving very fast but it, the car wasn't going so it was also something very scary with the car and I finally get the car parked and I was like and then everybody's out there trying to be like oh you guys made it and my sister was like are you okay and I was like I just like need a moment Like, I don't need, like, people touching me and talking to me because I'm, like, still trying to calm down. And so Chelsea and the babies get out. And then I, like, take a few seconds. And I was like, okay, I got to get out of the car because nobody's leaving. They're just all standing there. So I was like, I'll just get out and deal with my (laughs) emotions later. And um, I get out and we're all sitting there talking and starting to, like, unpack the car a little bit. (laughs) And then my cousin and his girlfriend... We're like up uh, on the top balcony outside and all of a sudden they go bears bears and we're like what and then they and then Colton goes Aunt Cynthia there's a bear in your car <laughs> and we were like what so everyone goes running inside like everyone left everyone they go running inside and then me and my mom just hopped in my car because my car was right there my mom hops into the driver's seat. So I just hopped into the back seat because that was the closest side of my car that was open. I got in and I realized I'm sitting in my nephew's booster seat. 
in the backseat. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like this. And um, eventually we get out. But what happened is the mama bear had climbed into the back of my mom's car because she left the trunk open when they were like trying to make sure that we got down there. So the mama bear had climbed into the trunk and then my cousin got a video of the little baby bear like hopping like three times and he finally <laughs> got into the back of the trunk with his mom. So they're just like hanging out back there in the back of the car. They and then like my cousin cars. starts, huh? They like to go in cars. Uh-huh. And so my cousin and his girlfriend on the porch start like screaming and yelling and making really loud noises. <laughs> until eventually the bears jump out and like go running into the woods should have brought them home so cute <laughs> they were cute since they didn't get near us <laughs> um but then we just like left my car there for the rest of the weekend I was like I'm not moving this car like because there were so many of us there was 18 of us and we went to go um do something yesterday during the day and my mom was like oh Shayla we can just take your car and I was like no we're not moving my car like <laughs> I am so afraid of taking my car down and up this mountain like it's terrifying and um I said if my car goes down the mountain it's not coming back up so <laughs> we just have to pay for overnight parking or something if we're gonna do that and um so we figured it out and took other people's car and then my mom's husband uh, drove my car down this morning like down the mountain and he was able to like because you know automatic cars you can shift the gear over to like make it somewhat manual mm -hmm. and so he did that and got and we went a different way so it wasn't such steep roads and we were able to get it down which was even scarier because it had snowed overnight so it was like snowy and icy up there. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get out of here. <laughs> We're fine. Just yeah. fine. So he drove it down the mountain and then it was my sister's turn to drive and she drove home. And we got stuck in traffic for an hour. Like pretty much we were just moving like five miles per hour for an entire <laughs> hour because it was for construction. And when we get down to the construction site, it was just because it had turned into a single lane um, and there was nobody doing construction. Like the <laughs> tractors were parked in the lane that was already shut off, but there was yeah. nobody there. And I was like, you mean, <laughs> I was like, you guys mean to tell me that you guys can't figure out how to navigate a single lane road to keep moving. Yeah. People don't know how to merge. They don't understand life. No. <laughs> gosh it was I was like I have to get so the trip that took us like three hours and 15 minutes to get to this place it took us like five hours to get home well you had um extra bonding time I guess um but yeah so I seriously not over exaggerating almost died on Friday night you didn't almost die you were just a little stalled if my car went backwards on the mountain elena you would be out best friend you could have put it in park it would have been fine you would have just had to stay there and then you wouldn't have been able to drive but the car would have just been in park 
in the middle of the road on the mountain yeah 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 definitely yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes then the bears would have ate me mm. well we should have got to see a cute little cub <laughs> <laughs> the last thing uh, you see is a cute little cub I mean bears are my favorite animal see there you go anyways so I'm a little bit traumatized um but you know well driving up mountains is one of the worst things ever so yeah I will never do it again you'll never go on a cabin trip again I will not ever drive up a mountain no what if you're just in the car and someone else drives you up the mountain if it is a um experienced mountain driving person that's driving and <laughs> in a car that makes it up the mountain without stalling out but yeah how many times do they have to have driven up a mountain to be experienced five <laughs> so my one time doesn't count no no <laughs> but it was in a much smaller car and everything you have to drug me up like give me <laughs> like some xanax and some alcohol just put you to sleep you won't even know yeah. just wake up yeah exactly later. yeah just make sure i'm asleep that way if it does go down the side of the mountain at least i'll be asleep and i won't know that it's coming <laughs> our screams will wake you up <laughs> <laughs> you'll just wake up screaming and i know why yeah well and then we went on this like ski lift chair lift thing up the mountain yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would have been in the cabin <laughs> we we did that on saturday and um they had so they had the option of like the lift that went up it was just like the chairs that just go i mean you have the little bar but it just goes up or they have like the enclosed like cage sky lifting yeah. um but then they also had the like a truck or bus whatever that goes up the mountain and um we didn't know the bus thing was an option and we were in line and my mom was like having a legit panic attack there's so many panic attacks on this trip it was bad <laughs> But my mom was like crying in line because she was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I was like, even the little enclosed one, like, you'll be fine. You can do it. And we're like the baby, like my cousin's little baby is getting on it. And she was like, but he doesn't know any better. <laughs> it's true. They don't, they don't know. <laughs> yeah. And so then we got in line and she was like freaking out. And, um, she, like her husband was like, we just, we'll go do something else. We'll just stay down here and do something in the town while everyone goes up there. But then, um, they found out there was a bus, like a bus option. And she was like, oh, I'll just get on that. So she felt better. And then my cousin with the infant, she was still going to get on the little like cage thing. But then we found out that that was like, um, an hour wait for that because there was only like one like cage per 26 chairs and so it took longer um and so she was like oh well I guess I gotta get on the bus too so she got on the bus my mom 
and her husband got on the bus. My grandmother got on the bus, but um, my sister was going to get on the cage, like in the cage with my niece and nephew. And then I was going to ride on the chairlift with my aunt and uncle. Um, but then Chelsea didn't want to wait for the cage and she wanted like the experience of going on the thing up the mountain and not get on the bus. So she was like, I'm going to just get on the chairlift. And she was like, well, you have to ride with me, you know, cause I'm not getting on the chairlift with two kids by myself. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, so I got on the chairlift with her instead of my aunt and uncle and we were going up. And as soon as it started moving, like I was nervous when I saw it but then I was like oh I want to experience this like it'll be fine it'll be fine but once it started going up the mountain my whole legs went numb <laughs> and I was like oh no <laughs> no but I wasn't vocalizing it because my niece and nephew were sitting next to me and then all of a sudden my niece like squeezes my hand so tight because she's yeah. so nervous yeah <laughs> yeah so then I like grabbed her hand tight too and we like just gripped each other like had each other's hand in a death grip all the way up the mountain I would have been on the bus it would have never been an option for me to get in either one of those things in the sky Absolutely not. I would have I actually just been at the cabin and then when y'all told me there was a bus I would have been upset that I wasn't on the bus uh, <laughs> well then what happened on the way down is I was gonna like we were all gonna get on the bus and then I was standing with my sister and my niece and nephew and all of a sudden I feel this like tug on my jacket and I was like what is happening and I look and my aunt Kim is like dragging me from the line she's like we're kidnapping you and I was like wait what and she was like we're going to a brewery and we're getting on this the chairlift to go back down <laughs> and I was like what <laughs> and I was like okay and at this point I was like fairly intoxicated so I was like yeah let's go so we got on the chairlift and I was on it with my aunt and uncle my uncle's like sitting there bouncing like this uh-huh. on the chairlift and I was like stop <laughs> when I was so intoxicated that I felt like perfectly fine and then they started talking about yeah and they were like if what if we fall where my uncle was like we won't die and my aunt Kim was like yeah no we're gonna die we're gonna die and I was just like you know what we're so drunk we probably won't because usually when people are drunk and they fall they just kind of like she was like oh because we're so jiggly and I was like yeah hopefully hopefully you don't fall into like a snow hole and can't get out oh yeah or if we get impaled by a tree exactly death um but we made it down And I wasn't nearly as scared of any of that as I was in my car trying to get (laughs) up the mountain. (laughs) Well, maybe your car's just not meant for mountains. You need a mountain. Your car's just not meant for mountains. You need a mountain car. Which is insane. I have a Jeep. You needed, like, something else. Maybe you need need chains on your wheels or something. My Jeep is like, I'm a city girl. (laughs) (laughs) you didn't train for this your deep didn't know what was going on no it was like excuse me no we don't do the rugged mountains um but anyways overall it was like a fine trip but I I told them I told my family I said I will not be going to the mountains ever again (laughs) and they were like well you can pick the trip then and I said okay (laughs) 
Um, they've done the beach before, but it was a year that I couldn't go. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't mind doing the beach again. I told them we should just go to Atlanta and everybody objected. <laughs> they don't want to party. You don't want to club That's it what up. I said, I was like, we could just go to the city. What's wrong with that? Get a nice little suite hotel room and stuff. You can like get the yeah. penthouse in somebody's hotel. Yeah, that's what I was trying to tell them. And my cousin was like, I will not go to Atlanta. I hate Atlanta. <laughs> and I said, well, I hate the mountains, so I'm not going there. What do they mean about Atlanta? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's so much hatred. Um, Sad. Exactly. So we're going to have to figure it out because uh, I will not be going. No. No. Um. All right. Well, with all that being said, and that now that I'm happily alive, are we ready to move on to the nose? Yes. Um, I did not write any synopses because I did not have time. So we're going to just go the OG style and just talk about them. Oh my gosh. Who says I remember a damn thing? Huh? <laughs> I said, who says I remember anything? Um, well, I do have my notes. Oh my god! So, are you texting yourself? Um, yeah. <laughs> so I have my notes for the yeah, first right. episode, and then the second episode of Dahmer. I just watched it, so I remember it. <laughs> so it'll be fine. <laughs> All right. And then Love Is Blind. I don't take notes for that shit because I just go off the couples. Don't call it shit. That's so mean. Did you oh. hear that they are renewing Monster for I think like two more seasons? Yes, yes, I did. But they're gonna focus on other like monstrous people. <laughs> yeah. I did hear that. Yeah, when I heard that. I had heard that they were renewing it before I realized that it was going to like focus on other serial killers or other bad people. And um, I was like, how are they not going to wrap up Dahmer by the end of the show? Like we can't have more seasons, especially when I think I read that it was like two seasons. I was like, we can't have two more seasons of this man. Yeah. I mean, he's crazy, but yeah, I don't think they should do more on him. I think this is enough. We've had a lot of Dahmer shows and movies come out in general in the last, like, two years. Yeah. I think we're done with him. Yes. So. What episodes? Six six. Episodes five and six. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah, so the beginning of five is where he's, like, being interviewed at the police station and he's like talking to the police about how his crimes progressed um and then that one detective told him like he targets his victims and he was and he was like you picked that apartment complex on purpose and Dahmer was like what is all I could afford and he (laughs) was like no you knew the area was under um served and like you could get away with stuff yeah I um when he said that I hadn't 
like I, I thought about it but I hadn't like really thought about it but like all his victims are like people of color for the most part so I was like yeah yeah he seems to think that it wasn't like racially motivated but it, it kind of has to be yeah I looked at um this thing online that had pictures of all of his victims and I'm pretty sure um that he only had two victims that were white the rest of them were persons of color yeah because I think after he moved into that apartment that was like what was there yeah thing to do and you know he didn't care so yeah um and then he had told the police that he killed three men at his grandma's house yeah and um, I think that interview he was just it was very similar to like interviews I've seen of real Dahmer because he uh-huh. was very just matter of fact and nonchalant and didn't really care about what he was saying but you're talking about murdering people like actual beings and he yeah. was just talking like he's playing a fucking video game or something like it's very weird yeah like he has no emotion yeah um so the other notes I have, it was like she started noticing like the weird smell, um, mm. and he said to her like, basically was saying that taxidermy and stuff is like his hobby, yeah, or whatever, and that's what he's doing, and that he would wrap the. He told the police that he like wrapped the bodies in like three trash bags, I think, and that's how he would kind of conceal the smell for a while. Yeah, and then, like, they showed a scene of him, like, dragging out one of those trash bags past his grandma, and, like, obviously she's concerned. Yeah. Like, she knows something's wrong, but she's not really sure what's wrong, but she's like, why does he have so much trash down there in the basement? Yeah. She, yeah. She was very concerned. I I really want to know, like, how she didn't know, or, like, if she knew and just tried to not say anything yeah well that's what I was about to say because he said that she knew that he was like bringing guys home and that knew that he was gay but she like kind of ignored it so I also was like wondering if she knew he was like kind of up to something probably pretty bad and she also was ignoring that yeah because also like she knew he would bring guys home but how often did you see those guys leave yeah yeah um which also well I guess we can get into that kid later um but the next thing was that his grandma found that altar in the bedroom that he had and like (laughs) what caused her to like call his dad and have him come over and he goes down into the basement and like can smell the yeah. smell and I thought for sure when he opened that door that there was going to be something in there but and there wasn't like, but then he saw the blood in the drain yeah and he's it was just like oh it's my taxidermy stuff like just the roadkill and all that like no it's not like yeah I, I don't understand like he talks to all these people like cops included who just explain his shit away like it's normal yeah his dad got that blood on his finger yeah and freaking smelled it clearly it smelled awful um but he 
said it was a rabbit or whatever he said, whatever kind of animal he said it was. Yeah, and he was just like, you could clean up better. <laughs> it's like, told him yeah. you could clean better. But like, no, you're not, you're not like dissecting that many animals down in the basement where it smells that bad, like consistently. Yeah, well, and that's too, like, I have never um, smelled a dead body or like a decomposing body or anything but yeah. I've I've heard or read that it smells different than like a dead animal yeah like everything that I've heard is like you know that it's a person yeah so I feel like when the dad smelled that blood on his fingers he like knew something weird was up but he was like let his son like give him the excuse of an animal and was just like okay because that's easier to like come to terms with and understand than like maybe my son is killing these boys that he brings to my mother's house yeah <laughs> yeah um really want so, to deal with that. yeah I, I just can't how like, um, if this was your son how many questions would you ask him or would you just not want to know I, don't, I feel like because you know we talked about if our son was a serial killer would we turn him in or not I feel like I would want to know so that I could turn them in because <laughs> I, I just like can't be ignoring that and condoning that by uh by acting like I don't know yeah so like even knowing that your son is kind of weird and likes to play with dead animals you would maybe think that he was killing people at some point in time? Like, it would get to a point where you would think there's no way that you're, like, murdering animals and not people. Yes, because if, <laughs> even if my child is killing animals, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> or at least, like, picking up already dead animals on the side of the road. No, no. If you're obsessed with any, like, dead thing... Like up to the point where you're like doing this kind of shit. No, where there's gonna be something happening. <laughs> Back then, it was normal apparently to just pick up dead animals on the side of the road and dissect them. That was just a normal no. time. I don't think it was normal. There was even one, and I don't know if it was this episode or episode six, where um, Dahmer's dad tells his new wife that he <laughs> like Dahmer made him uncomfortable. Yeah. So he knew his his kid was off. Yeah, he did say that in the car because he was upset that he hadn't like gotten closer to him. He was like, yeah. he got to be uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> if he makes you uncomfortable and you're his father, what do you think he does to other people? Yeah, exactly. Um. So the next couple scenes was the guy with the dead battery yeah I almost forgot about it yeah so he I guess it was outside of one of the clubs that um whatchamacallit Dahmer frequented and this guy had a dead battery and um Dahmer was like oh you can come back to my grandma's house and I can get because I guess he was walking He's like, we can get another car to come back out to your car to jump it off. Mm -hmm. 
um the guy said exactly like I was talking out loud to to Dahmer and I was like oh okay I'll just stay in my car like you could go get your car yeah I was like why would he go with him yeah that's true um so did the guy say that to him I missed that part yeah he was like okay I'll just wait here (laughs) and Dahmer was like no you should come with me oh oh well then i wonder why he decided to go he i don't remember the whole conversation but he just basically convinced him to come with him and they could like hang out and talk and like it'll just around the corner and it'll be quick and blah 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 and so he just went with him um yeah so he gets there and of course domra like offers him a drink and the guy was like no i'm good and then he was like what about coffee (laughs) he just kept offering Uh He's like, you want a beer? What about coffee? <laughs> Tea? Like, no. He just wants to yeah. go. Yeah. The guy was like, no. And then he said at some point, he was like, I'm not sleeping with you. Like, you understand that, right? Like, yeah. Like, he he said he had to go to work. So he was trying to get home so, like, he could rest from the club before going yeah. to work. Yeah. Um, and then his grandma comes down the stairs and was like, who's that? <laughs> Um, like before he even gives him the coffee, she already is. Who is that? And he like, it's just a friend, Grandma. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so she goes back upstairs, and then he gives him coffee. And obviously, I guess we don't know this is how it happened exactly in real life, but he must have like put a ton of like way more drugs in there than he normally does because that guy like literally took a sip of that coffee and was just like out of it i mean i don't think he ever really knew how much to really put in there how much he was putting in there he was just like yeah so he probably did probably accidentally put more than usual yeah so he's like mid assault on the guy because the guy like tries to stand up and leave because he's like clearly you're not listening to me i am gonna just go but as soon as he stood up he's like yeah, he yeah. didn't even know how yeah. fucked up he was until he stood up to leave, and he was like, "Oh shit, I can't leave." Yeah, and then he was like, "You drugged me, didn't you?" Like he was slurring his words in the seat, and yeah. then his grandma comes downstairs, and she, grandma saved that man. She saved him. Ugh. I, I at first thought grandma was gonna be mean lady, but she wasn't. She was very nice lady. Yeah, at first she was like, "I didn't know you had black friends, Jeff." Yeah, as soon as she said that, I was like, oh no, grandma's racist. She don't care about this man. <laughs> but then she was like, I'm not leaving him until he get until he wakes up. Otherwise, I'm taking him to the hospital. Right, she like got him a blanket, got herself a blanket and sat on the couch with him. I was like, you go, grandma. You say his yeah. life. Yeah, and Jeff was, was getting all upset. Huh? I was afraid she would fall asleep and Jeff would like sneakily take him somewhere and then she'd wake up and Jeff would be like, oh, he went home. Yeah, I was afraid too, but nope, she she sure did stay awake and she went with Jeff to the bus stop to yes. get him on the bus. Yes, and Jeff basically just threw him on the bus and was like, yeah, this is where he goes. Yeah, I thought that he was gonna like come back and get him off the bus like later. Yeah. I thought he would like because he knew where the bus was going and like he told the bus driver like you know he goes to the last stop or whatever so I thought Jeff was gonna be at the last stop waiting for him yeah um but luckily he didn't and 
the guy like walks into the field and then ends up at the hospital yeah i i mean i guess like you know it was like a cornfield or something so the farmer has to come out at some point and like do his job so I guess he found him like it's like it's so hard to see in those things like I just wonder how he was found and how long he was there yeah um and of course the nurse is like told him to talk to the police and the police do nothing about it they go well they go talk to Dahmer and then do nothing about it yeah (laughs) of course because everyone who talks to Dahmer just thinks he's a normal nice little boy yeah the cop was like "Uh, I mean he he is a little weird I'll give you that but I can't like charge him with anything yeah also I feel like grandma was saving him but like grandma knows Jeff does all his stuff in the basement so you Mm -hmm. could mention oh you didn't check the basement because that's where he does all his stuff but she kept that to herself yes yes and she's still kind of like stood up for him because she was like I was there all night but yeah yeah you know um then I think there was something else I wrote oh yeah uh, during that she said she was gonna call Jeff's dad and Jeff got so upset mm-hmm. he was like no no I was like <laughs> I'm freaking out um but that that was what I wrote I wanted to say that victim's name his name is Ron Flowers and he um also like the scene that I saw I think I read somewhere um when he like stopped that other guy from getting in the car yeah with Dahmer um that apparently that did happen I think like a couple years later like Mm -hmm. he ran into him again and stopped him so I always wondered like once he you know, was in the hospital and stuff and, like, had the cops go look at his place. I was thinking, like, Dahmer knows who you are. Like, what if he sees you again and, like, tries to murder you because you sent the cops to his house? Yeah. I think he knew that he was kind of, like, a coward. Yeah. And that he would only hurt you if you were drugged. Like, I don't think... And he would never allow himself to be drugged by him again. Yeah. That's true. I was just like, you need to look behind your back at all times. Yeah, for real. Um, so after the whole incident with uh, Ronald Flowers, he, like, the next scenes were, like, him um, going, like, having guys coming in and out of his grandma's house. And then it stops with that 13-year-old um, mm-hmm. boy who... Um, I found out was actually, so the 13-year-old is related to one of the 14-year-olds that Dahmer actually did murder later. Yeah. Um, which I had read that, like, so the older brother was, like, when it happened, he was 13, but he got away. And Mm -hmm. then later, his younger brother was one of Dahmer's 14-year-old victims that actually got murdered. Yeah. They, like, alluded to that in the the episode where they showed him because he was, like, because he had basically told him that he knew who Dahmer was, and Dahmer was, like, well, if you know who I am, why are you here? <laughs> oh, I missed that. <laughs> I think we talked about it in the episode, I think, like, episode two or whatever, 
but yeah he had asked him why he was there and he was there for money because he knew he would give he said he would give him money but he knew that he was the one who had assaulted his brother like the year before or whatever years before. Uh, but he i guess didn't know that he was a murderer yeah at that point he probably just thought he was like a rapist or something yeah like a pedophile yeah um but he wanted the money yeah so he okay yeah yeah that's i didn't i didn't even like i didn't even like put that together that he would know who he was yeah that was one of the reasons why i was confused why he went and like i mean Dahmer asked him apparently so i guess he was confused why he went with him too but like you said he probably didn't know that he would try to murder him he probably just thought like he'd want sex and i think he was okay with having sex yeah um so anyway the the 13 year old gets away and that's when the his grandma also was like banging on the upstairs window (laughs) otherwise i think Dahmer would have like chased him yeah he thought about it even after she banged on the window it looked like because he like looked back at him and was like oh i'm coming and like went back to the house um so he does because a boy gets back home and his parents see him obviously being drugged and so Dahmer gets arrested and then I think spends like a year in prison. Yeah. Um, and his dad like tried to get him some help, but I don't think they did anything. Yeah. The scene where they were, his dad had asked him like, you know, did anyone talk to you or whatever? And then he was like, no, I was just like basically by myself. And then he like has Dahmer go to the car and then he like goes to the corner and cries or like, mm-hmm. you know, breaks down or whatever. I felt so bad for him. Because he really yeah. wanted to get help. He he was like, oh, shit, he's still the same person. Yeah. He, that he might not know how bad his son is at that point, but he knew that it wasn't good that he had zero help. Yeah. Yeah, it was really sad. Um, Like, there's times I feel bad for his dad, and then other times that I'm just like... Yeah, there's sometimes it's like, how could you be so clueless? But also, there's sometimes where you can see that he tried to do at least a little bit of what he knew. Yeah. Um, and then I, oh yeah, so I, I had, that's what it was. He killed his younger brother. It was three years later. Okay. Three years. Yeah. Um, and I think the last, well, not the very, very last scene of the episode, um, but closer to the end, he, um, I think it was before he goes to jail and they, have that like last supper at the grandma's house and of course they get into this like big argument and somehow end up in Jeff's room and the dad is like trying to get into that box yeah and yeah and then Dahmer is like oh I don't I lost the key (laughs) and his dad this is what I don't understand like his dad goes downstairs to get something to basically break open the box because he's like I want to know what's in there. And when yeah. he comes back and the door is locked yeah. and then, and then Jeff opens the door and he's like, Oh, I found the key. Don't break your box. Dad. I'd be like, why was the door locked? Exactly. Like you, you didn't have to lock the door to find the key. You clearly were hiding something. Yeah. He did not question anything after opening that box. He was just like, Oh yeah. And just walked away. 
and she was like go back downstairs or whatever i was like no check his fucking room like yeah there's a freaking head a you severed him, head you left him with the box and when you came back the door was locked clearly he was changing whatever was in the fucking box yeah like that's one of the that's one of the times when you're like how could you be so clueless like you might not know that there's dead body parts in that box but you know there's something in that box that he didn't want you to see yeah yeah (laughs) i'm yeah i'm just very confused and even if it was something like way more innocent and it was gay porn yeah and you're like concerned about that i still would be looking around the room and if that's what it ended up being that i would be like relieved (laughs) because it's like not that big of a deal even if at the time it was a big deal he's still not going to be like upset with his son over it I don't think he would have been yeah like I feel like he would have expected gay porn at this point yeah so (laughs) then why not still look around the room to see what it is because then we could have stopped these murders earlier they don't want to know grandma doesn't want to know dad doesn't want to know because if they know they have to do something about it he didn't even want me <laughs> he he didn't even want him to like go to jail for being a fucking pedophile. Like no, what it made me wonder though, like what did Jeff do with that head when he was in jail? And why did nobody find it for an entire year? <laughs> it was <laughs> hidden somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, um, I'm just like I'm so confused. Did he put it back in the box and then his dad just never opened it while he was in jail? probably it's probably just in the box and because he'd been in the box like before he was like oh just porn <laughs> they just didn't go through his shit honestly while jeff was gone i would have been through all of his shit yeah the bedroom. i would have gone through all of it because i would have been trying to figure out why my son is so weird and why we don't connect and why he's always playing with dead animals yeah 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 <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> um, so the the very like last scene of the that episode was basically alluding to what was going to happen in episode six, um, and he has a another guy coming back to his house, and we learn like the very last sentences basically of the episode that. Um, the guy is deaf. Yeah. And then the episode cuts out before we get into episode six. Yeah. I realized seeing that last scene that that's probably the one that would fuck me up because he's deaf and it just mm-hmm. bothered me. Like, the kids bother me, but him being deaf, it, I don't, I, I, I don't know. There's something wrong with it yeah yeah the episode six was like so far to me i i don't even know how to phrase it because i don't want to say i enjoyed the episode because this was like something terrible that happened to a real person but to me it wasn't like so gory and um i don't know it just didn't seem I guess gory is the best word as the rest of these episodes. And so yeah. it was like emotional and 
terrible and sad, but I was like it I, I just don't know how to phrase it because I don't want to say I don't want to say any of these are like my favorite episodes because it's so terrible and these are like real people and real victims yeah I, um, <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't gory like I'm tired of watching him do nasty gory things yeah it was definitely less like murdery in the sense that you see him committing the crimes yeah um but it was definitely like you said it's all of the victims are terrible the kids are terrible but it was definitely like a very sad episode because I think it's the most in-depth story they've given so far about the victim Mm -hmm. yeah they definitely have the most information about him which I think is interesting either Mm -hmm. I want to know like if they just happen to know more about this because, you know, Dahmer told them or if they chose to show more of him for a specific reason. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I um, had read about in the victim's name is Tony Hughes. Mm-hmm. And I had read about him. Um, like when I saw him being alluded to at the end of episode five i had read an article about him but then i read another one after i finished watching today and they said that um Dahmer said that he didn't know him like he didn't know him before he killed him but apparently two of tony's friends said that he had known um and been like friendly with Jeff since 1989 and Tony was murdered in 1991 so that like made it seem like he had known Dahmer for two whole years yeah so it's like which I kind of like which version is true um because the show made it seem like they may have like built a bond or a type of relationship maybe over like a couple months max um but he has there's people that have said that he that they knew him for a couple years but i also can't see Dahmer being like friends quote unquote friends with someone for two years and then murdering them yeah or just being friends with someone in general both (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I feel like this might have been the show's way of kind of blending both of those stories together because you don't know what's true because even if Dahmer tells you you don't necessarily know if it's true or not right so that might have just been their way of like appeasing both sides to make it make the family feel a little bit better about the story being told because like it shows a little bit that oh they knew each other a little bit like it shows that they kind of are forming a relationship that Dahmer kind of liked Tony before mm-hmm. murdering and then maybe making it only look like it was a few months versus like years yeah the Dahmer side of it because he said that I don't know who he's yeah um and I did also read somewhere too that his mom um like was not a fan of this show being made 
and yeah. was and I, like read a quote that she was like I don't understand how they can do this yeah yeah I remember that I don't think any of the families are actually happy the show is out yeah from what I've read nobody was happy about it and no one really like gave input to the show like some shows and movies do like they gave no information I didn't talk to anyone yeah um but yeah Tony wanted to become a model and he like moved away from home which I don't think it must have been too far because he seemed to go home and visit his family quite a bit yeah I think Um, he was like in the middle like moved he moved away from home a little bit to like make money to move to New York so I think that was just like a stepping stone like getting out of home just you know to see how it felt like and whatever and also I don't wanted him to go so that probably made her feel better that he wasn't immediately just going all the way to New York yeah um and I felt so sad when he was like trying to get a job and everyone was like turning him down and I was like (sighs) yeah I'm so glad that things have progressed um, in a sense in certain aspects, obviously not in every aspect to where like people who are just deaf are not being treated like that way. I mean, I'm sure there's instant incidences where it still happens, but overall I feel like things are better in that way of not doing that. Yeah. I would agree. It's probably, it's definitely a lot better. Um, But that was really sad to watch. Just, I don't know. Just how, I feel like how he was treated. Mm -hmm. Just just being deaf and like also knowing how he became deaf. It's Mm -hmm. like, his his whole story is just sad. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I was like, I was like, just because he's deaf and can't hear doesn't mean he can't like work yeah like like he can also, do the job he figured out how to get there to your job and like talk to you to apply for this job so how can you think that he can't do a job like it's not like right like he he figured all that out on his own but he can't figure out how to work your store <laughs> like, yeah yeah I was very happy that guy at the end that started signing to him I was like oh finally a nice person (laughs) I feel like that should be a requirement yeah um and then he I was like when he was at that club and Jeff was there at the bar I was like no I feel like that's everyone's immediate response as soon as they see Jeff just out in public yes yes and then you're like no he's doing something yes and then his friend tony's friend was like he's practically eye fucking you and i was just like don't let him yeah i was like oh no like but that i mean that's just how it is anybody goes out to the bar and meets a stranger at the bar and they are like that you just i mean you don't expect obviously expect them to be a freaking serial killer yeah you literally don't know and you're not thinking about it you're just like oh this cute person clearly finds me cute too this cute yeah. person wants to buy me a drink or even this ugly person wants to buy me a drink like yes you normally accept it so like you just don't expect 
a dom or to be out there at the bar with you yeah that makes things terrifying like maybe i'll just stick inside my house forever yes we shall stay inside shelter in place yeah i was like oh my gosh um so (sighs) according to the show they built a relationship and like went on dates and things and eventually um Dahmer gets him to come back to the house and again the way the show made it portrayed is that Dahmer Dahmer himself was like seemed like he really liked him and was trying to like not Mm -hmm. like do his normal bit of drugging and and killing them because there was like a couple times where he was about to drug him and stopped himself yeah that's why I wonder like how much of this is true because they made it seem like he thought about it multiple times but like oh no this is my friend or this is the guy I like or whatever so he wouldn't do it but then yeah yeah I just don't know I don't know what to believe yeah so then he like eventually um they play that weird game that Jeff made up (laughs) (laughs) um and we see that they spent the night together, like, woke up the next morning. They were both alive. They hadn't, like, beaten each other, it yeah. seems like. Um, and then Tony wakes up in a rush because he realized, I guess, he's going to be late for work and he has to go. Mm-hmm. And he tries to, like, convince. You can see that Dahmer's getting very, like, antsy and thinks that he's not going to come back or see him again. Yeah. And Tony, like, does a good job, like, telling him I'm going to be back. And he was telling the truth. Yeah. Like, I'm going to see you again. I'll be back next week. Don't don't be worried. It'll be fine. I won't disappear. And he walks out the door and, um, which when he was, like, getting up and trying to leave and stuff, I noticed that barrel in the corner and I was like so Jeff had already been killing people here and there was probably a dead body sitting in acid in that corner and Tony I had no idea yeah just hanging out with a serial killer um yeah so oh I forget so Jeff had grabbed his bloody um hammer and yeah um seemed like he was gonna bash him over the head but Tony told him I'll be back don't worry and he leaves and for some reason um well the for some reason is not for Tony it's for (laughs) Jeff Tony comes back and said what did his note say he forgot his what uh I don't know he forgot something and he like showed the note to Jeff and was like I forgot my something or whatever so Jeff lets him back in and I don't know if like and my for some reason was for Jeff for some reason like I guess he got upset that Tony was coming back for something of his and not for him so then he felt like he maybe didn't feel the same as him or something I don't know but he goes in there and they don't show it, but they allude to he like hit him over the head with the hammer. Yeah, I I I think it became like a like a, a jealousy thing. Like 
Jeff probably felt like, oh, he missed me and didn't want to leave. And then because it wasn't him, he was like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Um, but I had also read, too, that Jeff had actually strangled Tony. But they showed it. I mean, I guess like he could have hit him over the head with the hammer and then strangled him. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Because they didn't show it. But either way, it's very sad and if it really did happen that way that Tony actually had left and then came back thinking that he was just grabbing something he forgot at his like new boyfriend's house then that's really scary and terrifying yeah very sad um so that I mean episode 6 was all about Tony Hughes and his life and his um, goals and aspirations and how they got ripped away from him. Yeah. That was my saddest episode. Mm-hmm. I did not like that. <laughs> like I liked it, but I did not like it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was definitely sad. And I was like, oh, and then especially if Jeff actually called his family mm-hmm. and said that to them, that's just I feel like it's definitely a dumber thing to do. So I believe it. Yeah. That one, I believe. Yeah. Um, well, that's it for these episodes that I have. Dun dun dun. Do you have anything else for them? Um no. That's enough sadness. All right. Um well oh, it is episode where they showed him eating a person. Oh yes, at the very, very end of Tony the Tony Hughes episode, he um I don't know which Part of the body it was maybe it was the heart I don't know I mean he, he apparently likes to eat hearts so maybe yeah but he cooked it like on the stove and then took a bite of it and that's when the, that's how the episode ended I wish they would have ended it where like since it was so focused on Tony and his life and everything I wish they would have ended it where the mom like has the flashback of her talking to Tony and was like, mm-hmm. don't you go back to Madison without saying bye to me. Oh. And then the scene switches to her like crying and you can see like, like the view is from the empty seat where Tony was sitting. Yeah. I wish they would have ended it on that to like yeah. end it on like on Tony like about him. Yes. Yeah. I think they're trying to insinuate that that body part was Tony's. And maybe that's yes. why. Yes. Was, like, I think they were <clears throat> still like Tony centered, but like worse, the worst part that you could think about for Tony. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, I think that's what they were insinuating. And that's why I think I definitely didn't like it. Like, yeah. I feel like that was, uh, that was definitely not, like, um, like, it it wasn't I feel like it was for cinematic elements and not for like caring about people watching it 
Yeah. It was like for drugs. That, yes, and it's terrible because I don't think that Tony's family would be watching the show. Like, I don't think they would watch it. Yeah. But can you imagine if they were watching it and that's how the episode about their son and their brother ended is Dahmer eating his heart? Like, yeah. I feel like it was very, like, disingenuine and they should not have ended it that way. Like, that actually made me mad. <laughs> yeah, it was poor judgment, I think. Like, they did it for yeah. drama and not remembering that these are real people and that someone who knows them could be watching this. Yeah. Yeah, like, it would have been I just fine to not include that or to like put it at the beginning of the next episode or something, but not to end Tony's episode that way. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it. And then do you know what the title of the episode was? No. It was Silenced. Uh, okay. Which again is like very I don't know, I guess dramatic is the best word I can think of, but it's like, I don't know, again, it's like disingenuine, like that, Mm -hmm. he was deaf, and then he was murdered, like, yeah, I don't like it. It definitely could have been a better title, but yeah, that's what they chose, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, I... I don't know why, like, when we watched um, The Thing About Pam, like, mm. that was a actual murder that happened. Yeah. But it just didn't seem, and it, there was, like, some comedic parts of that show. But it just didn't, like, rub me the wrong way, the way this show rubs me the wrong way. And it's also a dramatized true crime, so I don't know why I'm, like, so turned off by this show. I, th- I think it's the victims and how many victims there are that yeah. makes it that way. And also, I don't know, I feel like Pam, because it was like kind of made into a comedy, you forget that it's real. So it's, it you f- have less feelings towards it, I think. Yeah. Like while you're watching it, you're not like, like you're sad for the victims, but it's also doesn't feel real. And like, also we know Dahmer, like just as a, person because people talk about him so much and Pam yeah. you know less about so she seems less like a real person yeah um alright well there's not really a good way to like change subjects so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so love is blind is it is it blind I don't know <laughs> I feel like this show reminds us that it is not blind. Yeah. So the very first thing I want to talk about is um, that Asian man fake crying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I watched that episode before you watched it and I wanted to text you so bad. <laughs> I was flabbergasted. Yes. He was like, is this a first he said are you recording and they said yes and then he still put the drops in his eyes and yes. then he kept doing it and he was like is this okay <laughs> they were like you know if your eyes are hurting or dry or whatever sure yeah <laughs> i was like that man is like <laughs> when they said <clears throat> or when he said are you recording 
<laughs> I have no idea why I'm coughing. Drink some water. What is wrong with you? I do have my handy dandy water bottle here. Yes, get it together. At first, when I said, "Are you recording?" and or he said, "Are you recording?" and they said yes, and he still did it. At that point, I was like, "Oh, his eyes must really be like That's killing what him." I thought. That's what I thought. I didn't think that he was lying about tears. Yeah, but then I was like, <clears throat> but oh, I only thought that for a split second because then he started like, "I can't believe," and I was like, "Yeah, is he doing what I think he's doing?" Yeah, yes, he was. And then, and then they just kept, they kept it all in there and it cracked me up. I know. I think he's the dumbest person in the world because yes. said he, they said yes to, are you recording? So like, why would you keep going? Like, did he just think like, oh, they're going to cut this part out? No, it's for TV. It's the best thing that's on TV. They're going to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> I have done. no idea. But I was like, okay. He was like, <laughs> I didn't know that I would love someone so much to bring me to tears. Yeah, I was like, bitch. <laughs> you lied. I knew you know, I didn't like him. I knew yeah. I didn't like him. You, I know, because I watched it after we had recorded and I was like, oh, I like him. And then I saw that and I was like, see. <laughs> like, he seems okay. But then that one point when he was like just talking about all the places he's been and all the things he's done, I was like, okay, too much about yourself, conceited. And then this thing, I was like, yes, too into yourself. You're faking everything. Yes, but and we won't say with who yet. But did you see that he might be coming back? Yeah. Like on another episode? Yeah, I've actually watched it. What? I can't. I can't wait no longer. The spoilers are here. <laughs> they keep popping up on my tiktok and i just scroll past really fast i ran into someone's fucking instagram account today on my explore page and i haven't Uh, even looked up anything on instagram about love is blind i was like what the fuck are y'all doing stop it that's funny well how do you know what we're talking about today what do you mean if you've watched everything, how are you know you're not going to spoil me? Oh my gosh. I know what not to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there was nothing really on that first episode, I guess episode three, where they were still in the pods, but they were like kind of like wrapping up um, besides the, the fake tears that really <laughs> caught my attention because yeah. TVH, I was like on my phone because it was so boring. Yeah, there's nothing in that episode. They were just, like you said, wrapping up their little podscapades. Yeah. And then I think towards the end, like maybe the second half of it, they had started to go on their like honeymoon. Um, yeah. And Have they always done was- a honeymoon like that? Like where they had an actual vacation? Yeah. Because remember, that's where Diamond threw that drink on Carlton. Oh, yeah, at the pool. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so they it, like the second half. They were kind of there. Um. A little bit. It was obviously more on episode four, but on episode three, it was where um. Zineb and Cole had had sex, 
And then the next morning, she thought he was giving her the silent treatment, but he claims he wasn't. But we didn't, like, get to see the interaction, so I can't really, like, say one way or the other. I don't know. I feel like she was being a bit dramatic. Because, like, maybe Mm -hmm. she wanted some more cuddling or wanted him to talk or whatever. But it's from his little solo interview, it sounded like she was still asleep. So he was just getting up, going on with his day because he was already awake. He didn't yeah. know. Like, I feel like if she had just woken up and said, oh, good morning, baby, like, it would have been fine. But she woke yeah. up and I expected him to just be in bed still because she was in bed and that, like, made her mad. Yeah. I think she's a little um, insecure. And yeah. probably, like, because I think she's, what, in her early 30s? She's, like, close to our age. Yeah, I think she's 31 and he's, what, like, 26, 27 or something like that? Yeah. So I feel like if I had, like, so if, if she is 31, we're the same age. And I feel like if I did this experience, like, with all of the fuck boys that I've had to deal with, I would be a little, like, insecure, too. Like, not really trusting that maybe he, like, is into me or not. So... I get it, um, I, but yeah, I think it is dramatic, but I would be the same way, so I can't really, like, fault her for it, but I think they just need to communicate a little bit better. I think it has to do with her body, too, because I don't think she's super confident in what she looks like, so then, mm-hmm. like, them having had sex, but him not, like, still being all up on her in the morning probably made her think, like, oh, maybe he doesn't like my body. yeah. Yeah, and I think she also kind of got in her head a lot when he said that she looked like a different person when she took her makeup off. But honestly, like, she apparently brought it up first because he was like, you're right, you do. And then I think he was just, like, kind of joking with her. I don't think he meant anything bad by it. Yeah, she had said something first, like, oh, I'm going to look like a completely different person when I take off my makeup. And I think he said, like, no, you won't or whatever. And then she came out after washing her face and was like, you're right, you do, which was a joke. But she's so in her head and she took it as a real thing. Yeah. She she doesn't look like a different person. She just looks like a girl who had makeup on. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, I think there's like a little bit insecurity there. And I think that he kind of jokes a lot and I don't think that's anything wrong I just think that's his personality and I think they're just having a hard time like communicating with each other yeah I don't think she gets his jokes especially Mm -hmm. jokes about looks the like the woman especially has to be really secure with herself to like take that and be able to laugh about it and I don't think she's there yeah um so and that pretty much is what played into the next episode with them when they were like continuing on with their honeymoon um yeah they were um kind of getting on my nerves (laughs) they should just I feel like they should be meshing really well and it's just like little small stupid stuff that they're arguing about that should just go away yeah um and then Colleen and what is her fiance's name? Is it Matthew? Yeah, I think it's Matt. Um, honestly, they're boring, and I don't like her, so I don't ever pay attention when they're on the screen. So I can't tell you anything about what's going on with them. 
you don't like her at all just because of like the pods and how annoying she was yeah so maybe I haven't given her a fair chance since they've been out of the pods um <laughs> because honestly every and I don't know anything about him like, I don't remember him at all. I felt like he was just a rando that she randomly started talking to after Cole, which that could be editing, obviously, um, after it didn't work out with Cole. And so I was like, I don't know who this is, and I don't care for her. So I just never look at the screen when they're on it. Um, I mean, I don't... She was very annoying in the pods with her ballerina shit. Mm-hmm. But I think in general, outside of her personality being a ballerina, she hasn't been too annoying on this their little vacation. Yeah, his name was Matt. Matt Bolton. I just found him scrolling through this article. <laughs> well, she she actually popped up on my, my TikTok and um it was one that I had to like scroll past really quickly. They surprisingly haven't popped up on mine at all. So yeah. I don't know. Just her. Just her, though, so I don't know what that means. Oh, no. <laughs> um, they... But I also haven't watched the video fat. Like, I haven't watched the video long enough to know if he, like, pops up in the video. Because literally, as soon as I see people's face, i like, no! And I, like, scroll past it. <laughs> Same. I start... I, I was reading some... Like, the words on someone's post, and then all of a sudden it popped oh it was a tiktok and there was something dumb talking a girl anyway it was something dumb and then i didn't understand what they were talking about so i went to the comments and then i clicked on one of the hyperlinks and it brought me to a love is blind character or cast member and i was like no (laughs) because i'm pretty sure it told me things i don't want to know (laughs) So have you finished the series or are you just um I've finished I have probably I have at least four episodes left I haven't gotten to like if people have gotten married or anything yet so I'm still they already have the reunion app because I looked last I night that's why all the spoilers are coming up because everyone's fucking watched it and they're talking about Cole and Zinnab all the fucking time and I need to know what happened with Cole and Zinnab I don't know if it's good or bad, but everyone's <laughs> bringing up their names. Like, I can't even go on Facebook. Everyone's status is call this, then of this, call this, then of this. There's articles everywhere on Facebook, and I don't know what happened. Oh, no. Um. Well, I'm trying to see. Okay, so Alexa and I forget her fiance's name. Man. Huh? <laughs> I said that tall man. I'm yes. About this article was his name. Yeah, they, Brennan. I mean, there's, would you say Brennan? Yeah, the cowboy. They're, they're sweet, but there's nothing really interesting, at least to me, to talk about because they're, uh, they just seem to go well together and that's it. Yeah, I mean, I think out of all of the couples, I like them just because they seem unproblematic unpro- right now. Yeah, and they seem normal. But it almost, to me, so far, seems like that couple, I think it was season two, and I cannot think of their names. It may have been season one. But they were so, like, huh? I said, what do they look like? I don't know. They're just white. <laughs> <laughs> um, They were so chill and, like, oh, laid yeah, yeah. back. 
but then they didn't get married because they just I guess there was nothing really there they were just good friends and that was it yeah I will say that Alexa and Brennan seem to like come from different places like and grew up differently so I wonder if that's gonna play a role in like how they continue to mesh together as they keep getting to know each other yeah um so I don't have anything else to say about them (laughs) huh I said she's not a cowgirl so I don't know how that's gonna work for her no not at all (laughs) um did they hook up I can't remember they do the do yes okay did all of them do the do no well except for raven and sk <laughs> raven did and the SK. rest of them um I think the rest of them did did they yeah i think so okay yeah i thought so too yeah i think so that makes sense. So is is all we have left Raven and SK and um Bartise and Nancy. Oh, Bartise. Yes, I think that's it. Okay, so those were the ones I want to say for last through the most dramatic. Which ones do you want to talk about first? Um who annoys me more, Raven or Bartise? Let's go with SK and Raven. I think Bartise annoys okay. me more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so SK and Raven I like SK. I think he's great. I think he's like respectful and he like, he's not physically like what I would typically go for, but he's not like butt ass ugly either. Like, yeah, if he, if he approached me, I would talk to him and see like what he's about. Um, and he's like, like I said, he's very sweet and respectful and he seems to like, kind of just put up with Raven's shit and yeah she she, at least what has been edited on tv because again I don't know her personally but she (laughs) seems like not great yeah I don't know why he puts up with her because she's pretty (laughs) yeah but um, I think I don't know I think they're too opposite they're a couple that I would not be surprised if they broke up but also I think he could maybe soften her because she seems yeah. really like standoffish and not really feeling him as much as he is her like it, it doesn't seem yeah. reciprocal it doesn't really seem like she likes him right now yeah. just like when he actually proposed we thought she was gonna like walk out of the room yeah <laughs> I mean maybe that could have just been her being dramatic but it looked like she was about to leave but um, yeah yeah so I I feel like something like their dynamic needs to change like she doesn't like him that much right now in my opinion yeah yeah like when they were outside doing um what is it pilates and he was just like trying to have a conversation with her and she was like you know like come on like she was trying to get him to like work out and stuff she's like keep talking about the weather like the outdoors (laughs) like I was like he's trying to talk to you and get to know you like He's not your client. You're not in class right now. Chill yeah. out. She's very intense. And I'm like, girl, calm down. And she she wants what she wants when she wants it. And it's like, yeah. when she doesn't get it, she becomes like naggy and angry. Yeah. Complains about stuff that he's doing or saying or not doing and saying because she wants yeah. him to be doing the opposite. Yeah. And then when he fell asleep during that meditation thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I was I like, was she, she talked about all his naps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, man is tired. He's stressed. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and, okay, we don't have to be finished talking about them, but it just kind of, like, it kind of like blends like a little crossover of going to Bartise and Nancy a little bit. Okay. Bartise did not get on my, he never got on my nerves until he fucking saw Raven. Yeah. Then he started getting on my nerves. He started gushing about her in his little interview. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Talking about how good she looks and what she was wearing. And I was like, sir, you're engaged to another woman who looks basically nothing like her. Yes, and he was like, she's a smoke show. She's a smoke show. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I knew he was going to think she was attractive, but I didn't think he was going to, like, turn into a dick. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't think about how he would react to Raven, but what I didn't mention in our previous episode is that when he saw Nancy, I didn't think that he actually found her super attractive. Just something about his reaction to seeing her. I feel like he looked more surprised and like trying to put on a fake smile than like actually genuinely happy to see her. Oh, I don't think you mentioned that with me because I don't remember you saying that. <laughs> no, I, d- I didn't say it on the other episode. Oh, okay. So I'm not surprised that he's like gushing over how beautiful Raven is because I think that he thinks that he like missed out on like in the looks category yeah well then he starts saying in his little like solo interview he was like I don't know if he said my only regret or one of my regrets he was like is that I feel like I uh gave up on Raven too quickly or whatever and I was like no you didn't because y'all's personality did not mesh you're just saying that because you see her now if he saw her and she wasn't like attractive he mm-hmm. wouldn't have said that yeah yeah he would not have cared at all if she did not look yeah how she looks. yeah but, like if she looked similar to um nancy's body type her hair color hair texture like he would have been like oh okay cool but yeah. because he looks like raven and it's like his normal typical type that he would have gone after he's obsessed yeah. with him. yeah um so then I guess moving on to Bartise and Nancy, they seemed like pretty cute. I will say like when she was talking about like, what was she talking about? Farting or shitting <laughs> or something. And I was like, girl. <laughs> I think Nancy gets drunk and just goes off the hinges. Yes. <laughs> I was like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but he clearly didn't want to talk about it and y'all are getting to know each other so it's not like you've known each other for like 20 years I'm like yeah like rain it back a little bit I was like girl y'all are in the bathtub trying to be cute and sexy and you're over here talking about shit yes yes (laughs) that's the other thing thing too it's like timing that was that's not the right timing for that conversation no he was definitely trying to get out of that that was one time where I felt bad for him (laughs) Yeah. Um, he was uncomfortable. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, they're cute. I mean, that was a little awkward conversation, but I think it would be for anybody. Yeah. And they seemed fine. <laughs> but then when they came back from that, like, 
mixer thing um and everyone saw everyone and he like said what he said uh about raven to nancy i was like he's like are you okay with me being that honest it's like no yeah no you keep that to yourself yeah like nancy's not i was like sir She's she realizes that you're going to think Raven's attractive. She's already seen Raven. She knows Raven's attractive. She doesn't need yeah. you, her new fiance, to tell her that you think that Raven is attractive and that y'all would look good together. Yes, he was like it wasn't even just like oh I think he's a tr- or she's attractive. He said that like we would be good together. Like they, we're the ones that people if we were in a room together they'd be like oh they belong belong together. It's like he's talking to his homeboy. That's not his fiance. I, I said that out loud watching it. I was like, she's not your your boy. Like, she's not your friend. This yeah. is your fiance, the person who loves you and is trying to get married to you and wants you to think that she is the most prettiest girl in the world. And you're just like, yes. a woman to her face. Yes. <laughs> and he was like, or because he started off the conversation was like, it was weird or nice seeing the people that I had dated or whatever and I hope you feel the same way about the guys that you were dating and she was already kind of like no I mean I wasn't really like yeah. into that like she because I think who was the other person she was talking to was it SK um who was she talking to oh she, she said SK was in her top four yeah she, the other person she was talking to was the Asian man but he's not there yeah uh but she said sk was in her top four and that's when she said that and then bartice was like well it was the opposite for me and raven i was like shut your drunk mouth up shut it up i don't even think that man was drunk i think that's just how he speaks i just don't think he gives a fuck he's like i'm gonna be honest and honesty is the best policy that's what i think he thinks and he doesn't care he's just being honest i think it was a combination of both because he was like kind of slurring his words and his eyes were kind of thing but I think he I think I think he still would have said it if he was sober but I don't think he would have said it like as much maybe or (laughs) as direct so I think he still would have said it but not the way he said it I think the way he said it he was drunk and Nancy was drunk but she sobered up real quick because she was like (laughs) yeah the look on her face and then then when he asked her like are you okay with me being this honest she was like Mm-hmm. Like, yeah clearly she's not and i don't think he asked about this no <laughs> yes i was like oh my gosh hush your mouth and i will say like maybe they didn't show her solo interviews yeah but raven never said anything about bartice yeah like like she didn't say oh my gosh he's like so hot i should have kept talking like she didn't say anything and she actually like walked up to sk and they like hugged and stuff Mm -hmm. during the thing so i think compared to sk bartice looks like a boy and sk looks like a man yeah so so i'm like bartice seems like he's obsessed with raven and raven just seems like she's still just like her herself (laughs) (laughs) yeah basically yeah um but then of course they showed like what's coming up on the like coming up up episodes and I know Barty says something to Raven but they again they didn't really show Raven reacting to that so I don't know and then 
Cole says something to Colleen. Yeah. And she's I like, like, <laughs> like I saw yeah. like, for like weeks of like Colleen and uh Cole. Yeah, which I will say during the like episode, Cole said, Oh, Colleen is like attractive. Like she definitely looks how I imagined her to look. But mm-hmm. then that was the end of it. Yeah. So I'm like, if Bartise would have done the same thing, it would be like, no shit. I mean, Raven's hot. So if he said, oh, she's attractive, but then moved on. Yeah. It would have been fine. Um, Which is what seemed to be what happened with Cole. But then when we see the previews, I'm like, is that not really what happened with Cole? <laughs> you know, they have tons of interviews. They got to clip him and cut him how they want it to look. Yeah. Um, so that's coming up. Apparently, Bartiz says something to Raven. That's coming up. Um, and then, obviously, we see the Asian man pop up talking to Nancy. And he's like, I think you're beautiful. And I was like, <laughs> do you have your fake tears, sir? Uh, I can't wait for the reunion just to see everyone's reaction to his fake tears. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Especially Nancy. Yes. Since, since he wants to come back and talk to Nancy, I want to see how she feels. Yes. After being... <laughs> the fakeness yes um so the only ones that didn't really seem to have any drama there was like they didn't really show Brennan and Alexa like during that mixer thing anyways no not really because they they're they're just there yeah they're just cute and living life I guess yeah um but anyways that's all I remember from these episodes that was noteworthy yeah, I mean, that's basically it. Just, I don't know. I was like, spit it out. What do you just like? I don't know. I, I think Bartiz is dumb. And I don't think uh-huh. he was when he was talking. I think that's just who he is. <laughs> Very annoying. And then I haven't liked Raven since the pods. And yeah. So, she needs to do better because I think SK she, she actually popped up on my TikTok and I was like no even though I don't like her I still don't want to be spoiled by anything <laughs> yeah no she popped up on my Instagram it's all photo of her and I was like no bitch go away <laughs> um all right well is that all we got for Love is Blind? Yeah, it is. But you know, as I'm scrolling through this article, there's like so many, there's so many like characters and cast members that we just don't ever get to see. Yeah, they no, and I'm sure we won't see them. They really need to do like an extras of Love is Blind yeah well remember the first season had a whole other couple that wasn't yeah. engaged and they didn't yeah. show them yeah which is weird they they clearly were not interesting enough and i would have been offended yeah <laughs> which like, did they end up married? actually getting married i don't know they must not have because you would think that they would show couples that got married because it would show that it actually works I mean, yeah, 
but so many of them break up after getting married that doesn't really matter yeah <laughs> i don't know um okay so we ready to go to pop culture yeah let's pop it lock it and drop it okay well speaking of uh love is blind i met nick lachey at work yeah yeah, she had all these famous people coming around and I told her to get us a sugar daddy and all she got us was a picture with Nick Lachey. Yes, it is me and Nick Lachey. <laughs> um, and then also speaking of Nick Lackey, he's been getting <laughs> lot, he's been getting lots of flacky this week. Because <laughs> um, apparently he like shaded Jessica Simpson at the reunion. Um... And yeah. I wasn't taught, uh, I don't know what I was about to say. My brain, that ginger wine has totally just gone to my head. I was about to say a sentence that made no sense whatsoever. Anyways, um, I was reading an article and I didn't know it had anything to do with Love is Blind. So I also kind of got spoiled, oh, but no. I won't spoil it for you. I'll just say what makes sense. Anyways, he was at the Love is Blind reunion and he was talking to somebody and he was like, um, the uh, the second marriage is always better. And then like gave the person a fist bump. <gasps> yeah. So people That's are true. like upset that he was shading Jessica Simpson. And they're like, y'all have been broken up for years. Like get over it. I mean, she probably thinks her second marriage is better too. So Yeah. I mean, I still have no issue with Nick Lachey. And let me just tell you guys, that man in person is so fine. I was like, oh my gosh, you're gorgeous. And he smelled so good. And I still had flu. Like, I didn't didn't have, like, contagious flu, but I still had flu nose. Like, it was still congested. So I couldn't really smell anything, but I could smell that man. He smelled good. <laughs> uh, should have told him. Should have told him how good he looked yes. and how good he smiled. I know. I should have been like, can I be your third wife? <laughs> I'll be like, I would be his sister wife with Vanessa because she's hot too. I don't know if Vanessa wants to share. Well, darn. <laughs> I was kind of hoping she was going to be there because I was like kind of more excited to meet her than Nick, but she wasn't there. Well, you could have gotten us a sugar mama. <laughs> um. All right. Well, do you have any pop culture this week? Um. The new Black Panther is out and it apparently did a really, really well opening weekend, which I'm very excited about, but I still have not seen it. Did Killmonger died in the first one, right? Mm. Or did he just get like their version of arrested? I don't know if he's dead. I can't remember. I was going to rewatch the first one before I went to see it because I don't remember movies like that. Well, if you go see the movie in theaters, then take me with you. On a date? Yeah, we can go do our same date. We could go get a drink at the bar and then go watch the movie. Oh my gosh, you got too excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to go on another Biffle date. 
Anywho's back to pop culture. Tell um, me you love me. Did you know that Taylor Lautner was dating another Taylor? Well, he is, and now they are married. So yes, I saw that this morning. Yeah, he um just really wanted to be Taylor Squared. I feel like <laughs> he just dated another Taylor. Um. Also, Aaron Carter died. Oh yeah, that was after we recorded the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was real sad. I was real shocked. Like shocked as in he's so young and he shouldn't be dead, but also not shocked because of like how his life has been going recently. Yeah. Did they say? Did they ever like announce what happened? I know he was found in the bathtub, but I didn't know what happened. Um, he was found in the bathtub, and they found um like huffing stuff around him like in Mm -hmm. his house and stuff but I don't know if they've concluded that you know he was on drugs or like had huffed uh compressed air and then like fell asleep or whatever but they just found like the paraphernalia around him yeah in the bathtub yeah um yeah I agree I think it's really sad but also it's um just kind of sucks because he's been struggling with mental health and drugs and stuff for a while so yeah and like I kept seeing because I didn't even realize that um Backstreet Boys were touring right now yeah me I, either I kept seeing videos of them after his death had been announced and like Nick was on stage sad and stuff mm-hmm. And I, there yeah. were, like, comments of people talking about how, like, they haven't been close for years and blah, blah, blah. But that's still his brother. They were best friends, like, right. before he got on yeah. drugs. That's a really hard thing to deal with. Yeah. Like, seeing your well, best friend's and- brother go through all that. Well, and they had already lost their sister and dad, too, previously. Yeah. So. yeah. I also forgot that Aaron was a twin. Yeah, so did I. Like that just completely <laughs> has left my mind for like a decade. I completely yeah. put. Um. All right. Well, any other poppy culture? Um, I don't remember anything else that's happened in life. All right. Well, I'm gonna give them their homework. Yes, we're good to go. We have a minute and a half. Do it fast. <laughs> okay your homework is the next two episodes of Dahmer so that would be episodes seven and eight thank goodness we're almost done <laughs> and the next two episodes of Love is Blind so episodes five and six and I'll put all of that in the show notes as well yes and don't forget to rate review subscribe share all that good stuff so that we know that you love us and that your friends and family love us too. Yes. Um, all right. Well, we'll be back next week. And thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Bye.